now may the Lord continue to increase your knowledge, amen, into his statutes, his precepts, and his judgments, amen. May his commands become your delight, amen. May you meditate uh, on them on your bed, amen, and may they become, amen, your portion and your delight in the Lord. You have discipline in his word until that discipline becomes your delight. Praise God. So we bless the Lord for each and every one of you on this wonderful night. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Our scripture reading tonight will come from Judges, the sixth chapter, verses 11 through 24. This is a very familiar portion of scripture, but amen, I uh, received new revelation concerning it. Amen. And so I want to share with you what the Lord has shared with me. In addition to that, we'll be reading out of Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah 41, uh, verse 10 through 14. Both of those scriptures in the New King James Version. Isaiah 10, 41, amen, verses 10 through 14, both in the New King James Version of the Bible. Amen. Judges now, chapter 6, verse 11 says, Now the angel of the Lord came, amen, and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Oprah, which belonged to Joash, amen, the Abizrite, while his son Gideon was thrashing in the wheat press in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, amen, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Glory to God. Verse 13, Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all of this happened to us? Amen. And where are all of the miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. Note the answer that the Lord gives does not address his erroneous, amen, perception of why things are going on. And then verse 14 said, the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have, have I not sent you? Glory to God. And so he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the weakest in my father's house. Amen. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianite as one man. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, thank you, Father, then show me a sign, amen, that it, that it is you who talk with me. Amen. Do not depart from me, I pray, until I come with you and bring out my offering, the glory, amen, and set it before you. And he said, I will wait until you come back. Thank you, Father. Verse 19, so Gideon went in and prepared a young goat, amen, and unleavened bread from an ephraim of flour, amen. The meat he put in a basket and put the broth in the pot, amen, and brought it out to him under the terebinth tree and presented to him. The angel of the Lord said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on the rock and pour out the broth. Amen. And so he and he did so. Verse 21. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of his of the staff. Amen. With that was in his hand, and touched the meat and the unleavened bread, and fire rose out of the rock. 
amen, and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread, and the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. And then Gideon perceived that he was with the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Amen. Then the, then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Do not fear. Peace. Do not fear. You shall not die. Hallelujah. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is peace. Amen. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is peace. To this day is still in Oprah of the Abizurite. Praise God. Glory to God. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, from fear to faith, from fear to faith. And for a subtopic, if you're taking notes, moving past excuses, moving past excuses. One of the things that you can't help but see in the dialogue that the angel of the Lord had with Gideon, amen, is uh, the progression, the progression past his perception and excuses the progression of the word of the Lord that was spoken to Gideon, amen, past his perception, his false perception for that matter, and uh, past his excuses. Praise the name of the Lord. That's the power of revelation, amen, when the Lord is sending Gideon into a fixed fight, He's sending him into a fixed fight for the simple reason that one thing that is uh, given to us in verse 12, he says, the Lord is with you, amen, you mighty man of valor. That's two things that will empower every believer to move on from fear to faith, amen, and move past excuses is the fact that, number one, amen, the assurance that the Lord is with us. And then number two, identity, amen, identity. The angel of the Lord spoke past, amen, Gideon's apparent position, his parent a perception, amen, and spoke revelation into him past what he was doing. Glory to God. He spoke the, the truth of God's revelation to Gideon past what he was doing. And according to uh, verse 11, he was hiding, amen, from the Midianites, amen, threshing in the threshing wheat in the wine press in order to hide it. Praise God. And we go on down, amen, when Gideon's first obedience, amen, was against his father's house, and he did it at night, and it says explicitly he did it at night, amen, because he was afraid, amen, because you don't have to assume that Gideon was fearful. The verse, amen, the Bible says that, amen, uh, because he did it at night because he was afraid. Glory to God. But the Lord spoke past his fear, spoke into his excuses until, amen, he moved on what the Lord was saying to him. This is what we're getting to on tonight. And this is the thing that, amen, we're using this teaching to, amen, empower our mind, empower our heart to move on past, amen, excuses, amen, to obedience. Glory to God, to move past excuses to obedience. Note also in the text that this dialogue is meant to prepare Gideon to move forward into, amen, an assured victory. It's prepared to move forward. So 
So God spoke to him and empowered him before he could move, before he could move with, here's the key word, assurance. The word of the Lord was given to him. The word of the Lord was given to him. So it was a kind of a, 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 a pep talk, so to speak. Amen. Uh, in chapter 6, in verse 1, it says the reason, the real reason for Israel's impoverished state, amen, in verse 1, that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. When you read in the book of Judges, amen, the reoccurring theme that stands out um, that we can glean from and take hold of is the repetitive cycle that Israel was in throughout the time of Judges. When you read it, you're going to see this repetitive statement, amen, again, Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, amen. Each time they did evil, God allowed an enemy to overcome them. Praise God, he allowed that. And then after they cried out, he sent a deliverer, amen. And with that deliverer was, praise God, victory over the enemy, amen. Gideon was one of those such judges. The name judge in this context means, amen, a deliverer. Praise God, he's a deliverer. Not so much as one who weighed laws in the balance only, but deliverer. Amen. And verse 1 says, So the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Midianite for seven years, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel made themselves dens and caves and strongholds in the mountain. So it was whenever Israel had sown, Midian came up. Also, the Amalekites and the people of the east would come against them. Amen. And then they will encamp against them to destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave them no substance. Amen. For Israel, neither sheep nor donkey. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and then verse 5, we say they'd be as numerous as locusts. Glory to God. Verse 6 says, so in Israel was greatly impoverished. They were poor because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And this is our background. This is our reasoning uh, for their uh, impoverished state. Amen. They were poor because of their disobedience to the Lord. They were poor because of their disobedience, amen. And for some reason, Gideon could not perceive that the reason for the poverty was disobedience, amen. He, amen. He, with his misguided eyesight, he wanted to know where are all of these miracles that our fathers talked about. I ain't seen no miracle. We're in a bad shape, and it, and it seemed like God has abandoned us, amen. So the Lord sent the prophet to speak to the children of Israel in verse 8, said, I brought you up out of Egypt. I brought you out of the house of bondage. I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all those who pressed you and drove you out, uh, drove them out before you and gave you the land. In verse 10, it says, Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites, which is dwelt in the land, but you have not obeyed my voice. Amen. So with that backdrop, this is the reasoning for the angel of the Lord appearing, amen, to Gideon because they were in another sinful cycle. And here they are again, uh, glory to God, amen, praying, crying out to the Lord. This is the results 
This is the results of disobedience and serving other gods. Amen. This is the oh, this is the results of disobedience is this impoverished state. Now the enemies has power over the children of Israel because uh, their uh, the neglect of God is not God that has um, abandoned them. It's Israel that has abandoned God. Glory to God in the highest. It's Israel that has abandoned God. So God is raising up this deliverer like the time that we're in right now with the church. God is raising up another level of, amen, a people of God that will do his will that will do his will. There's another type of people God is raising up in this hour. They're, they are people who are multi-talented, multi-gifted, people that are cut from a different cloth. There's a whole new generation that, that the Lord is raising up as we speak that is already being, being summoned. Glory to God that are going to prevail in this hour against many enemies. Hallelujah. That is going to prevail in this hour against, in, amen, many enemies. This dialogue is part of the preparation. Thank you, Lord. The dialogue is part of the preparation to get Gideon to see, amen, that you are not what you think you are. Number one, amen, you are not in the condition because of me, number two, amen, in that, uh, amen, I'm going, I'm going to assure you of victory. So we're walking into a fixed fight. Glory to God. And so what he says uh, to him in our key verse is verse 23. This is our key verse. This is the turning point. <laughs> Glory. This is the turning point. We're actually in verse 22. Amen. But this is the turning point within the whole message. I believe we're at a place where God, amen, some of you that are under the sound of my voice, you're at a turning point. Amen. This is it right here. Well, now the Lord is moving, amen, you pass fear to faith, amen, and pass excuses, pass excuses. Gideon had a list of excuses. We'll go back in a minute, amen, but the Lord kept speaking, amen, past their excuses. God is also raising up a leadership that can see people past their conditions, past their present mindset, amen, past their present perception of themselves into victory. Glory to God, past their excuses. We are looking at that time. We are right here. And I believe that those, some of you that are under the sound of my voice, that you are that type of people, that we are in a right now situation. We're in a turning point. Amen. And this year is that year. Glory to God. Verse 23 is the turning point. Then the Lord said to him, peace be with you. Peace. Peace be with you. Fear, do not fear. You shall not die. The term you shall not die answered the deepest issue that Gideon had within him. God answered his deepest issue before, amen, Gideon engaged. You shall not die. Glory to God. Amen. God speaks into our life prophetically to answer our deepest need. Glory to God. Amen. He says to him, peace. And I took the liberty to look up the word peace. And I, I was astounded by what it meant. I, amen. I took the liberty, amen, to look up and to define 
what peace is and how is it defined, amen? And I was astounded by what it means. Peace is defined as freedom from upsetting thoughts, amen, and mindsets. Freedom is, amen, uh, peace is freedom from upsetting thoughts and feelings. That's what I wanted to say. Peace is freedom from upsetting thoughts and feelings. To come to a pace of calmness, serenity, glory to God. It, it is also defined as, amen, freedom, praise God. It is, a, I'm sorry, a state of being uninterrupted, amen, or annoyed by worry. <laughs> That's it, amen. Uh, it's a state of being, amen, at peace, a state of being, amen, uninterrupted or annoyed by worry, by problems, amen, peace, amen. The result of peace is harmony with God. It's harmony with God. No longer are we disturbed. That's the word. No longer are we disturbed with our thoughts. No longer are we disturbed by our feelings, amen. No longer are we upset. Come on here. As long, amen, no longer are we at a place where we are jousting Etern internally, whether the Lord is talking to me or not. Gideon says, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the weakest in Ephraim. I'm not even a full tribe, number one. I'm a half tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh. And then of that, amen, uh, my family is the weakest. And in my family, I'm the weakest. And how is it that the Almighty is talking to me like this? Uh, some of you got that same question, but I keep hearing God say, go in this might of yours, you mighty woman, you mighty man of valor. That word valor means internal strength, internal power, internal bravery, internal bravery. Glory to God. And so the angel of the Lord it, it is speaking to Gideon's internal potential that he does not yet recognize. I want to say this again. The angel of the Lord is speaking to Gideon's internal, amen, potential that he does not yet recognize. Amen. God speak those things that are not as though they were. He speaks to us in voices, amen, because he knows what he's already invested in us. Glory to God. And he declares that, amen, have I not told you I'm with you? You got the strength and you got my presence. You got the internal bravery and you got my presence. You have the internal bravery, because of my presence. You have the internal bravery because I've already told you, amen, you win. All you need to do from now is learn how to follow instructions. Glory to God. Peace. Glory to God, says the Lord God. And that's what the Lord is saying to those of us that are wrestling with his assignment, still internally jousting with the Almighty about what he's called us to do. Amen. Peace. And so he wants to bring us to harmony. He wants to bring us into a harmonious state, amen, between our internal thoughts, our internal feelings, glory to God, until we're in a homologeo, until we're speaking what he's speaking, until we're aligned with the Almighty to the extent that before we go into the battle, we go in with the peace that passes all understanding. We got a peace because we are in, we are in harmony with God and that what I'm going to, God says to you and I, I'm not sending you into a death trap. 
Hallelujah. I'm not sending you into a death trap. Praise God. I'm sending you into, amen, a fixed fight. I'm not sending you to a death trap. I'm sending you, amen, to a fixed fight. Praise God. And so each step in the process, it's a, it is designed to uh, assure Gideon of a fixed fight. Amen. Amen. You win before you even get started. Glory to God. Amen. The first thing God speaks to him is the fact of his presence and identity. We talked about that from verse 12. The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Amen. Uh, he gives an excuse. He gives an excuse about um, and his misperception of why things are going on. But in verse 14, amen, he releases to him the assignment. He releases to him the assignment that what you're seeing, you're going to be the one, amen, to bring deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many of us see our families in disarray, amen, in, in all type of situation. But God says, amen, you're going to be the one that bring deliverance. So, amen, he says to him, go in this might of yours. Go in this might of yours, amen, and you shall save your family or save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Glory to God. It's my second time, amen, assuring you of the assignment. The issue that's before you that you see, the Midianites and, and all of this horde that is as numerous as locusts, amen, I'm, and the Amorites and the people of the East, I'm sending you. You're going to be my agent to bring victory to the earth realm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You're going to be the one, and you're going to do it as one man. Gideon says, I'm too weak. I'm small. Praise God. In verse 15, he doesn't even answer that. Isn't it amazing how as many excuses we give God, he doesn't even answer us. Praise God. And he says, if I found favor in your sight. Now, verse 16, I'm sorry. Surely I will be with you. This is the reassurance again. And you shall defeat Midianites as one man. I'm going to be with you. Just go ahead. No, no long dissertation on how it's going to go. No long instruction. No A, B, C, D, E, F, G steps. Just go. When you go, I'm going to be with you. That should be the cure-all. Hallelujah. But the Lord has more work to do in Gideon to get him to, amen, proceed. So now he wants a, he wants a, amen, amen, a sign. He wants a sight, amen. He gave him two, two signs, amen. One is the accepted offering. The other was the ground being wet and the fleece being dry later on in the storyline, amen. So God doesn't mind giving us, amen, uh, signs as an assurance of victory. Glory to God. And so he gives them this assurance. And then he speaks to him, amen, the last thing he says to him, you shall not die. You shall not die. Glory to God. And so the end thing is this. The end thing is this. He gives him in, internal, in first, the biggest vic, the battle that God had to overcome was not Midian, not the Ammonites, not the people of the East, not Amalek. The enemy that God had to deal with was an internal enemy and that of Gideon. Because in order for the Almighty to release, amen, a victory, it has to be, amen, a man that's born of a woman to use as a conduit, as an avenue for the power of God, 
amen, to be enforced in the earth realm. Praise God for the kingdom to advance. He's looking for somebody that he can use. Hallelujah. I just believe God that many of you that are on the line now because of uh, your this time that we're in now, God is calling you to be the avenue for his power, for his word, for his might to manifest in the earth. Praise God. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is your assurance. I'm not sending you into a man, a, uh, a death trap. <laughs> Glory. I'm not sending you out to be put to a shame. Glory to God. I'm sending you out in a victorious march. All you need to learn how to do, amen, is follow instructions. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. And so now Gideon has internal peace. He has internal valor or bravery or strength. He has an internal assurance, amen, and God has given him enough to proceed forward. He's given him enough assurance, given him enough prophetic word, answered enough of his questions. Now there's nothing left but to proceed. I think that's what God is saying to us in this time. Amen. I've given you enough word. I've answered enough of your questions. I've, amen. I spoke past what you think about yourself and your family. I spoke into, amen, the fact that there's valor and there's strength, there's bravery already in you. And now it's time to, amen, to proceed. Tonight, this word I release into your spirit. Amen. Peace. Praise God. Peace. And what does that mean? It's freedom from upsetting thoughts or feelings. God, speak a word to us. Amen. Where do these upsetting thoughts and feelings come from? Because when God speaks a word, it speaks past our current ability. It speaks past our current ability. And we're looking at, you can't be telling me that. And so now we're upset with the prophetic word. We're wrestling. We're jostling with the prophetic word. We're, we, amen. We're having a hard time with the assignment as a result in us is not this tranquility, this calmness, this assurance, amen. We don't have it because we're jousting right now with the call of God that's on my life. I'm jousting right now with the call of God that's on my life. I'm disturbed right here with the call of God. I'm upset, amen. My thought life is everywhere. My feelings are not positive. They're negative because of the word that was spoken to me and what my assignment is. Glory to God. Amen. And so, peace be unto you. Amen. Be free from upsetting feelings or thoughts. Glory to God. Be uninterrupted. Don't be annoyed. Don't be worried. Fear not. Fear not, says the Lord God. Amen. Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7, and it says this, Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart, your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. If I read that in the New Living Translation, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Tell God. Get off the phone. Tell God what you need. And thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, 
which exceeds everything you can understand. His peace will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Peace, says the Lord God. Amen. Be not disturbed. Be not upset. Have no, amen, ill feelings. Praise God. Don't be annoyed because he says to you and I, amen, that uh, I assure you I'm with you. So that prophetic word brings us into, amen, harmony with God. We're harmonizing. We're synchronized with God. We're in line with God to the place where what you say, I believe. And I would declare your decree, your word. You said it, I'm moving. My steps are in your word. My steps are ordered by your word. I'm walking according to your word. I'm amen. I'm assured according to the fact you said I'm not going to die. Hallelujah. So I'm pressing in this thing. I'm Amen. I'm, I'm ready to move now. Uh, amen. Because I've come into harmony with the will of God. I've come into harmony with the word of God. Amen. I've come into harmony with the assignment of God for my life. Hallelujah. This, this teaching is designed for you to finish grappling with the assignment. Get over who you think you are. Glory to God. Get over who? Hallelujah who said you were not, and fear not man, amen, but only God, and press forward with the reverence of the Lord like never before. This is our assignment for you tonight. This is our ex exhortation for you in the name of Jesus because the hour is upon us now. Lives are at stake while we're, jo while we're jousting with God. Lives are waiting on us with the word, with the refreshing word, with the tongue of the learning. Amen. It's waiting on us while we are, amen, still going on about where we're from, where my family is. Amen. I'm only from little Trinidad, Texas, population less than a thousand. Amen. How can you be talking to me? Amen. Simple. Amen. I'm with you. Mighty man of valor. Mighty woman of valor. Praise God. This is time to move past Jousting with God, move past fear, move past delay, doubt and unbelief until God's destiny. It's, this, is, this is the time. This is, the, this is it. Least we weary the grace of God with our excuses. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So I exhort you in that matter. Amen. Uh, the purpose of the teaching is to, amen, affirm that God is with us. He's not calling us into a death trap. He's not to, calling us to a global shame. He's not calling us, amen, into something that he's, he's not in. Glory to God. And so with that said, amen, we're victorious just for one reason only. It's all because of him, all because of him, all because of his call. So I exhort you in that tonight, amen. May the Lord's strength be upon you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. And may we take this word and may we run with it. May we put ourselves in Gideon's place and we go in this might of ours. You, amen, mighty man, mighty woman of valor. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that your spirit will rest upon your people as the word is going forth tonight. And even after we hang up this line that, that we will continue to affirm, we will continue to come into clarity, into harmony with what you've said to us and what you've called us to do, that every gift and calling is irrevocable if you said it, you mean it. I pray, Father, we, we move past our current sinful situations, current mindsets, and move into you, Father, in the name of Jesus, with the assurance 
that all is well. I bless you tonight. Glorify you. We magnify you. We lift your name on high, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I pray, Father, that you would move us tonight. Move us, move us past. Move past our thought life. Move past our feelings. Move past, Father God, what we think of ourselves and come into harmony with your assignment and just tell you yes. We bless you, Father. We give your name all glory. It's your name we give praise to. You alone are worthy. In Jesus' mighty name.